No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host. Let me throw that up on the screen for you so you know where to find me. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. You can follow me at Brian H. Waters. And of course, follow the Wrestling Realm at Wrestling Realm on Instagram and the Twitter. Then, of course, if you don't know, you can get all Wrestling Realm podcasts listed right there below on your screen. Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube. This is your first time. Go ahead. Hit the subscribe button right now. I promise you, as I'm getting ready for this show, got to let you know, and I'll show you a preview, that tomorrow we drop in um, the 20 questions our new episode our new segment where the real Dwayne Allen and I let you know who we are we give you 20 questions well we ask each other 20 questions and we answer them so check it out make sure I promise you will not want to miss that ladies and gentlemen the women's evolution turning five years old as i throw that right there on your screen women's revolution i should say turning five years old we've seen so many women throughout the years from uh you know it started off with and i I guess i should have put her on the screen to be honest with you but it started off with um aj lee pretty much calling out the wwe saying give divas a chance give divas a chance that's all she wanted and quite frankly they never did it unfortunately they did it afterwards stephanie mcmahon says i hear you i hear you i understand what you want me to do and that's exactly what happened you know they gave divas a chance and now you know fortunately we've seen the women over the years take the next step. So I said, you know, I, to be honest with you folks, I'm going to just be honest with you. It's been a lot of stuff in wrestling that I've been like, eh, eh, is it really, you know, you're starting to say the same thing and I know it's different. Who would have thought that without the fans, it would have made this much of a difference? You know, is this a dead period? Is it because it's the summer? Perhaps it's not as interesting as it usually is. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me. You know, that's what I say. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one who um saying, you know, maybe I just don't like it. But nonetheless, and, you know, I'm going to go out here because it looks like this Periscope link didn't get out to the fans. So bear with me right now as I go ahead and drop that link to the people. But, you know, I said... One thing I do know is that I have been enjoying women's wrestling in the WWE, in AEW. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, You know, we we think back, like I said, we go back to 2015. AJ Lee putting her neck out on the line saying, look, I want, you know, I want you guys to take it seriously. 
You know, she's sitting up there. She's watching Impact Wrestling. They're putting on incredible matches. Awesome Kong, Gail Kim, um, Madison Rain, so many women throughout the years putting on incredible matches. But then you look at what's going on in the WWE at the time. Hey, you got five minutes. Get in there. Get out. That's not cool. You look at they had talent. There's never, you know, you can go back and look at the Divas era and say, oh, well, they hired models. That's true. But those models had to learn how to wrestle. And I give them props. They had talent. So, um, you know, I said, look, give them a shot. So, um, but I, I look back and to see with this core group of ladies has done as we got people joining. Make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, go right on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. And you can also download this podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it, we are there. But like I said, the women's evolution, you know, I want to think about, I, I was on the We Love Wrestling podcast coming out soon. So make sure you check that out. And I talked about Charlotte Flair and Oscar. That match at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches that I think. And, you know, you jump in and go ahead, feel free to comment on anything I'm saying. Agree, disagree, go ahead, feel free to comment. But it's one of the greatest matches I personally believe I've ever seen. You know, I think I look at it and, and I just remember it was just beautifully done. The timing, it was just perfect. And I watched it, and it's a match I've watched over and over again. And that is what the women's evolution and the women's revolution is all about, seeing the women get time. NXT just went off. We just saw Io Shirai defeat Tegan Knox. They put their women's match up against AEW's championship match with Brian Cage and Dean, um, excuse me, John Moxley a matchup, a rivalry that's been budding for weeks now. And you putting your women's matchup against that, that goes to show you the confidence that the NXT and WWE has in their women right now. And we'll say NXT. Uh, but you look at the main roster. Sasha and bailey has been carrying the brand. They've been carrying the company literally on their back. This is no disrespect to Drew McIntyre. No disrespect to... Braun Strowman, or no disrespect to Apollo Crews or AJ Styles, but these are the two, these champions are exactly what they're doing. They're champions, they're all over the company, and I'm loving every bit of it. You know, and I think back to this women's revolution, you know, um, throughout the years. I look, I think about WrestleMania 35, the main event, Charlotte Flair coming down on the air, the helicopter. And then, you know, strolling in, you think about Ronda Rousey, and we all know the night was set up for Becky Lynch, where Becky Lynch was getting her crowning moment, the man getting her crowning moment. It was an amazing night. It was something I really enjoyed. I sit back and I know a lot of people may have their if, ands, or buts about the match, but when you think about it, it wasn't, it was a long night, and I would have that was, I, I, I think, if anything to be taken from this pandemic, possibly it's putting WrestleMania on two nights. Now, that's an opportunity for more money, but there's also, are, are you a, if you're a fan, 
which show are you going to go to? When will you know about the two shows? How much of a super fan will you be? Will you pay for both shows? Uh, but so that's the one thing, you know, I've been thinking about is with WrestleMania. Um, but, you know, I go back to, like I said, Becky Lynch winning the titles, beating Ronda Rousey, beating Charlotte Flair in um, in New York, New Jersey, or well, we say New Jersey because that's where it was. And I, like I said, the revolution has just, you know, it's done incredible things to see that was the year that they was going to main event the show. Now, yeah, it should have probably been Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. I do believe that you could have sold that as a main event. But when you look at what Charlotte Flair has done and what she's meant to the business, you kind of understand why politics say hey we got to put charlotte in this she did draw eyeballs but you know wrestling fans looking at it like well who why can't we get our girl in there with ronda rousey but you think about this to the average viewer the people who fell out of wrestling they're gonna watch because they heard of charlotte flair oh that's rick flair's daughter and she's in the ring with ronda rousey but then they're gonna fall in love with a becky lynch but and so they're good you know i didn't hate that um some of the other big moments, the rise of Naomi, you know, Naomi is somebody who from a, I'll say, speak this from a black man's perspective, you, you seeing a black woman who goes out there, who's um, looks like she can relate and she's, you know, relate to the average black person. And now taking that rise up, you know, I don't think, there's no disrespect to Alicia Fox. I just don't think a lot of people related to her as much as they could with Naomi when you sit back and you watch Total Divas. So I thought that was incredible to see her get her opportunity, her opportunity to shine. And she would go on to become the WWE Women's Champion, winning it in her hometown. Naomi, fun fact, and this is, you know, women's revolution. Naomi was the first African-American singles competitor to win a championship at WrestleMania. It took 33 years. That's way too long. But nonetheless, she did it. So I definitely uh, enjoyed that. Uh, if you just joined in, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can get all cool content. Uh, thank you for joining. Feel free to drop a comment. Uh, you know, I'll answer if you got a question. I'll definitely answer it right here on the show. Um, moving on, you when you think about the women's revolution, there's no way you can't talk about the four horsemen women, but also you can't talk, you cannot go without talking about Sasha and Bailey and what they did at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. You could make an argument that that was the greatest NXT takeover match, period. You can make an argument for it. The story that was being told, Sasha going after Bailey's hand, Bailey finally getting it done. You know, she was somebody who was so nice and, and, and you know, just a hugger. But when she needed to, she got aggressive. So that was one of, you know, it's one of those matches. I went to an NXT show and they let you vote on which match you wanted to watch before the show started. And that was one of the matches and it won. So that was the match we got to watch on the quote unquote big screen. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that that's another one of those classics. And that's the thing. There's so many classics. I didn't get through all of them, but you know, I'm just going through some of the highlights that really stuck out during this time of the women's revolution as we celebrate its fifth year of, uh, but that was, you know, some of the biggest moments. Um, you know, like I said, the WrestleManias, 
the women's matches at WrestleMania since WrestleMania 32 have been one of those have been a a premium spot on the card or a memorable spot. WrestleMania 32, you had Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte. With Charlotte taking the Divas Championship and becoming the Women's Champion. Then 33, you had two matches. You had Becky, uh, I mean Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Nia Jax on one end. Then you had the six Women's Challenge, which I mentioned earlier, where Naomi won. Then you go to WrestleMania 34. We mentioned. Charlotte winning over Oscar. Then you also remember you had the um, women's battle royal that night in which Naomi won, um, which was going to be called the May Young, I mean the Fabulous Moolah battle royal, but they didn't call it that for some you know different reasons. But that was a night where you saw WWE bring up some of their talent from NXT and showcase them. Where we saw Bianca Belair go out there and put on a performance. Who's been incredible? You know, we've seen her on Monday Night Raw, which we'll talk about soon. But you see, you get to see in these women's battle royals. And that's one of the things that we did miss this year. I know a lot of people may not have, you know, been a huge fan of the Andre Giant Battle Royal or the women's battle royal, women's the WrestleMania women's battle royal, but you know, they it had its place. But you um, you know, you move on and you also have the um, with like I said, WrestleMania 36 this year. I mean, well, 35 we mentioned. That, oh, oh, we also got mentioned the tag titles. First time they brought back the tag team championships. Now they finally got them back on Sasha and Bailey, but I think they're they've kind of gone up and down. When Sasha and Bailey got them, they defended them once and they lost it to the Iconics at WrestleMania. The Iconics win them, but then they. You know, they defended them, but they didn't. You know, it was kind of here or there. But then you saw, I think we really started to see them more when Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross got them. They would lose them. They would get them back or lose them again. But I really like Sasha and Bailey having them right now. I think this is without a doubt the best that they've ever been. And it makes so much sense on what they're doing with these tag titles. Um you know, quite frankly, I just think it's the, you know, it's the best thing going for them. So um, make sure, you know, if you're out there, you listen on Twitter, go ahead, hit that retweet button, share it with your friends. Let them know we are live right here on Break It Down with Brian H. And then, you know, if they missed, if they just join it, they can definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel and catch this show from the beginning. And if you're out there listening and if you're listening to the replay, Go ahead, hit the subscribe button. Drop me a five-star rating. So that was about the women. You know, that was a look back as the women's revolution turns five years old. You know, I want to get into some current stuff. We saw Ruby Riot and Bianca Belair defeat the Iconics this past Monday on Raw. I'm interested to see, are they going to really put Bianca Belair and Ruby Riot together? Am I a fan of it? Eh. If this is what we get, this is how we get Bianca Belair on TV, sure. But I want to see more from Bianca. I want to see you. You give it. You put her on Raw. I go here now, and with no fans, Twitter blows up. But now what? And I want. I just don't. 
I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think WWE needs some black people writing for black people. I don't think nobody really understands how they can really make money with this character. Yeah, it worked in NXT, but there is a way to do it. And you got to figure it out. So I want to see I, I, the, the dynamic of her and Ruby Riot doesn't make sense to me. I would m- much rather see Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot together. It looks like Liv Morgan is honestly having a breakdown on Twitter, and I'm not saying that lightly. I just don't know what's going on with her. And it's sad because she's talented, and I thought that she was trending upward only for them to do this. So that's what doesn't make sense to me at all. Um Moving on, we also saw Sasha and Bailey retain the tag team titles in a win over the Kabuki Warriors. This concerns me because we all know the theory: you lose, you win the title or win the match on Raw before the pay per view. You're going to lose at the pay per view. I don't think I've wanted something this bad in wrestling. Maybe since Drew McIntyre winning, let's just say recently, since Drew McIntyre winning it's the world championship from Brock Lesnar, the WWE championship, I really want Sasha to win the Raw Women's Championship. I will be rooting for Sasha Banks heavy. I've rooted for Naomi when she won. I've rooted for different people. This is who I am rooting for, folks. I want to see Sasha win the title. It is time bottom line it is time put the strap on sasha no doubt about it you know i think now is the perfect time you give the belt to her she go her and bailey will go out there they'll be the two women power trip it'll be as good as things have been back in the day this could be a better version than austin and triple h if sasha and bailey win the championship when austin triple h won let's be real it was boring uh there was no real strong face and i know people out there saying undertaker and kane but there wasn't a strong enough face to really take them down now had the rock been there it'd have been a different ball game but i think sasha and bailey walking around being in total domination of the brands will be best for business. So um, let's move on over to AEW. Nyla Rose reveals she has her manager and it's Vicky Guerrero. I absolutely love this. Now, do I think Nyla Rose needs a manager? No, but you know, she won the championship without her. However, who better than Vicky Guerrero? You know, I think Vicky, when you think back to 2010, 11, 12, Vicky Guerrero, she was drawing the most heat in wrestling. And I think with Nala Rose and Vicky Guerrero together, I do think they can be a force to be reckoned with. I'm looking forward to seeing this and I could see Nala getting a championship back. Now I did see that, um, out of there's four contenders, but a uh, few of them are unable to compete. So we'll see. Uh, you know, one thing that caught my eye with AEW, because I'll be honest, I don't watch that much AEW dark, but I saw that there's the Nightmare Sisters, Allie and Brandy Rhodes, as they were victorious over Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. But my thing is, why do they got to hate each other? <laughs> I don't get it. Why? You know, they, they got a name, so why can't they be on the same page? So I'm 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 gonna watch this, see how this develops. I 
I'm a huge fan of Allie in the ring and, you know, outside the ring. But, you know, I really enjoy her work and her promos. Brandy Rhodes, I'm interested to see. I always enjoy her promos more than her wrestling. But, I mean, to each his own. That's just my opinion. So I'm interested to see where they go with this. All right, folks, I'm going to take a break. And then when I get back, we will discuss the championship match, the AEW championship match, and then we'll give a preview for the horror show at Extreme Rules. But before I take a break, let me let you know what we're going to do. The 10 questions, I brought it up earlier. Well, here's a preview of what you will get tomorrow, or if you are, if you're watching later, after you finish this, going over to our YouTube channel right now, if you're listening, or if you're watching, going over to that channel, that video right now, and check out our 10 questions. What's up, wrestling fans? My name is The Real Doing Now, and this is Brian H. Waters, and we are The Wrestling Realm. And today, we bring you a new show. Something smaller, but something new to the Wrestling Realm Network, that we call it now, our YouTube channel, network, whatever things may be, man, you name it. Nevertheless, we got a new show. It is called 20 Questions, where myself and Brian H. Worms will go rapid fire and we'll answer 20 different questions about a number of different subjects. But today, today, we figure for those that don't know us, you can get to know the realm just a little bit better than maybe you had before. So today, I have Brian H. Waters, 20 questions, so you the fans can kind of get to know this gentleman right here. Brian H., you ready? I'm ready. Okay, bro. 20 questions. Yep. 20 questions on the clock. First, pro wrestling memory. First pro wrestling memory, Hogan vs. Warrior, just getting ready, being in the car with my grandfather, and him describing that we get ready to go home and watch WrestleMania 6. Alright. First piece of wrestling merchandise. Oh man, that's a good one. Probably WrestleMania. Alright folks, I'm back. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can get all of our content. And you can check out 10 questions. Like the, for those watching live right now, that will be available on Thursday. It'll be Thursday and Friday. You'll get 10, uh, 20 questions with the real Dwayne Allen, 20 questions with Brian H. Waters. And make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss any of our videos. So moving on, Brian Cage came up short against John Moxley tonight in the main event of AEW Dynamite. Moxley got it done after Taz threw in the towel. Moxley had um, Cage in the submission and Taz being worried about, I believe it was the tricep, definitely somewhere in the arm. He said, no, I can't afford for this man to be out of commission again. Tap out and live to fight another day. This I love seeing managers use like this. When you're in trouble, a manager is supposed to step up. A manager is supposed to essentially coach. And that's what they try to do with Arn Anderson. Hey, he's the coach. But I love seeing when managers are used like this because it just makes total sense. And it adds that realistic factor. And you, you hear people say, like, people like, for instance, when Jimmy Hart was managing Hulk Hogan, he was his manager in real life. Like he would help Hogan with his affairs. So he was his manager on character. So, <laughs> excuse me. Y'all know for some reason I sneeze every show. I don't get it. But so I like, I love them using this right here. And I love that when uh, you're saving this guy from himself. But then at the end, we saw the return of Darby Allen coming back out there, beating up Brian Cage. And so I'm interested, what's going to happen with him? 
Uh, is Darby Allen going to go for the FTW championship? We all know that's the championship that Taz had at ECW. And I know people say, you didn't know that last week. That's what I got Twitter for. You know, that's what I got Twitter for. Shout out to the Twitter homies. And now moving on. Let's, um, oh yeah, before we go into the horror show preview, Karrion Cross leaves a message. Keith Lee was victorious tonight. And then afterwards, um, Scarlett, she left a message. And Karrion Cross is coming. He's coming for Keith Lee. This is where we're going to see how dig, you know, Keith Lee's, you know, kind of looked at as a nice guy. You know, you really look at him, he looked at a nice guy. So how deep down will he have to go to be defeat a guy like carrying a cross? How ugly, how rough is he going to have to be? That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. They say big man magic. Well, what kind of big man magic will we see out of Keith Lee if he wants to retain those titles? And now let's get into the horror show at Extreme Rules, folks. It is time. So I'm going to give you my predictions as we look through here. And, you know, I got the list pulled up. For the United States Championship, Apollo Crews will defend it against MVP. This will be the official retirement of the current title and championship belt as we know it. And, we will see a new championship belt. For that reason, it has MVP. It just looks like MVP. It has him all over it. However, I personally, I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. I can see MVP wanting to do the job to help Apollo Crews get over, and he will be the one to be the first holder officially of that championship. But then again, I mean, could MVP get a taste of gold he hasn't had in almost a decade or if not I believe it has been a decade so only time will tell now we also have an eye for an eye match yes you heard it right an eye for an eye match where the only way this match can be won is if one competitor extracts an eye from their opponent and that would be Rey Mysterio taking on Seth freaking Rollins. I don't think he's Seth freaking Rollins no more. But I'm going to go with Seth Rollins to win this match. I can't remember the last time Rollins won a big match. He might have won at the last pay-per-views, you know. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Rollins to win this one. I just don't see Rey Mysterio winning this at all. And, I, you know, if we go beyond the walls of kayfabe, my understanding is – that his contract is definitely coming up to an end. So with that being said, we will see probably, this will probably be the last we see of Ray Mysterio in a WWE ring. And probably, you know, probably until he goes across and gets his Hall of Fame speech. That's my opinion. Uh, moving on. We have for the WWE Universal Championship match, we have... Braun Strowman taking on Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. I believe the Universal Championship is online. It would only make sense, right? Um, but nonetheless, I'm going with uh, Braun Strowman. But if the title is not online, I'm going with Bray. But yeah, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. I think Strowman gets it done. He needs another big win um, to, you know, 
solidify this championship reign. They've been trying to do what they can on social media, reminding us that he has over you know, a hundred days with the championship, but I just don't know how many people care. That's my question. How many people care about Braun Strowman being the universal champion? Do, do, does the universal champion even get any credibility? So that's what I'm interested to see. It's very weird because the title has been blue, but Goldberg had it. No. So um, Bray turned it blue. Then he brought in his own title. Goldberg had it, but then he was hardly there. Braun has it, but you know they only—he was facing Miz and Morrison, and you know still something to get used to. And just—I mean, wrestling is just different right now. It's just different. It's you—you watch it out of habit, but it's not the same. Y'all put your mask on, man. Put your mask on so we can get back to normal. Sheesh! Don't y'all want to go to shows again? Stop being stubborn. But yeah, Braun Strowman, I'm going with him. Moving on. For the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, we have Bailey taking on Nikki Cross. I'm going with Bailey. I know there's people out there want to see Nikki Cross, but I am going with Bailey. Bailey will get it done. This match will be early in the card, and it will leave us waiting to see who will be, will. Sasha and Bailey hold all the gold as Sasha will challenge Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. I am going out on the line right now saying, yes, we will see a brand new Raw Women's Champion. Sasha Banks will defeat Oscar and she will become the Raw Women's Champion. Book it. It's going to happen this Sunday at the horror show at Extreme Rules. And then last but certainly not least, probably will be the main event. The match, the stipulation has not been determined yet. As of Wednesday at 10.31 p.m., maybe it will be determined later on. Uh, Maybe it will be determined on SmackDown. But nonetheless, Dolph Ziggler, will challenge Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Dolph Ziggler is a good hand because when you look at him for the past three years, he's challenged Moxley, who was Ambrose at the time, or I should say four or five years, whatever. Um, He challenged Kofi Kingston. And now he might even challenge AJ Styles at one point, but now he's challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE championship. And once again, he will come up short. There's absolutely no freaking way. I see Dolph Ziggler winning this match. So that's where I am. Oh, I forgot big show and Randy Orton, Randy Orton's winning that, but yeah, there's no way I see Dolph Ziggler winning this match, I wouldn't bet my house on nothing, but if I had to, you told me it was something I was almost sure of, this would be the match right here at the Horror Show at Extreme Rules. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it this week for this episode of Break It Down with Brian 
H. I appreciate each and every one of you jumping on to listen and be a part of the show. Make sure you drop a comment in the comment section. Let me know what do you think? What are your predictions for the horror show at Extreme Rules? What's some of your best memories of the women's evolution? You let me know. Let's talk about it. Um, like I said, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Good stuff coming up. I can't wait for you guys to hear these 20 questions from the real Dwayne Allen, from myself. You should hear our answers. See what you think. And then also make sure you check out, as I would like I said, join the We Love Wrestling podcast. You get to learn some more about me. Had a good conversation with them over there shout out to lauren who always listens in been a huge fan of the show appreciate you for tuning in each and every week so folks until the next time folks i'm brian h waters so long everybody thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of break it down with brian h hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the wrestling realm post new content.